turnips, steel, do you know how good that can make a man feel? You half hot money, say big deal, but today I pay the turnips, deal. You are now in front of Grace Cossington Smith's dynamic image of the Sydney Harbour Bridge under construction. Built during the Depression, the bridge was a popular symbol of hope in a time of terrible difficulty. It was often reported in the media and many artists made images of it. The project was an astounding and ambitious feat of engineering that heralded the advancements of the machine age. It was also much loved and nicknamed the Iron Lung because it had employed 1,400 down-on-their-luck men. Cossington Smith often went down to the shores of the harbour to make studies of the bridge being built. It was so blustery down there that sometimes she had to tie her belongings to herself to stop them blowing away. In preparation for this elaborate canvas, she made very detailed preliminary drawings, marked up with many notations. Significantly, Cossington Smith has chosen to paint the emerging rather than complete bridge. Focusing on the bridge in a state of becoming forces our attention on the energy and ambition required to create it. There is indeed a sense of power in the strong upswing of the bridge. It seems to have created an energy force field in the very sky above it. Look at how the sky seems to crest and fall like waves around the great bridge. The bridge does seem like a mighty mechanical colossus straddling both sides of the harbour. Perched high at the top are two cranes, but they seem more like great birds or angels. The image is invested with a sense of power and possibility. It seems a good omen, a symbol of hope and resilience in a tough time. Grace Cossington Smith's paintings pulse with an intense sensation of colour and light. One of her main aims as a painter was to explore how light and colour interrelate. She stated, My chief interest, I think, has always been colour, but not flat, crude colour. It must be colour within colour. It has to shine. Light must be in it. Light and colour ripple exuberantly through many of Cossington Smith's artworks. She revelled in the intense and brilliant light of Sydney, painting spirited and joyous images of the family home, Cossington, or local scenes, such as the bridge. This subject, a giant bridge, which one imagines should be a very sturdy subject, seems to be highly animated. The image surface seems to jump about in a study of force fields, rhythmic patterns and dynamic forces. Everything seems to be pulsating or moving about, the subject illuminated and activated through light and colour. A distinctive characteristic of Cossington Smith's style is her strong, blocky brushwork, in which each brushstroke is clearly evident. The overall image created out of tiny square swatches of pure pigment. The effect is magnificent. The whole canvas seems to shimmer. Again, this was all about explorations of light and colour working together. Her images give us insight into Cossington Smith's highly sensitive and highly tuned sense of vision. Light, colour, pattern, energy, form, all are resolved into complex and elaborate canvases which abstract the world into interesting patterns. Speaking of this distinctive patterning, she said, 
I saw things as a pattern expressed in colour. It was quite a natural thing. I didn't force myself to do it. I believe you've got to have a feeling about what you want to paint. It's half unconscious. Acknowledgement was long in coming for Cossington Smith. She was a trailblazer, one of the first in Australia to embrace the new post-impressionist and modernist styles. However, the art world, not quite ready for her avant-garde vision, studiously ignored her. She was endlessly rejected from exhibitions. When the bridge in Curve was finished in 1930, it was rejected from that year's Society of Artists exhibition. She joined forces with other contemporary artists of the time, such as Roland Wakelin, Roy de Meester and Thea Proctor, and remained largely independent of the establishment art community until recognition came late in her life. Instead, throughout her life, Cossington Smith determinedly developed her own singular vision. As always, her beloved family, the Smithkins, as they called themselves, and the beloved family home, Cossington, from which Grace Cossington Smith took her name, provided her with encouragement and respite. Years later, she said, I can remember when I was very downcast because everything I put into the Society of Artists was thrown out, my mother saying to me, I think you're wonderful, Grace Coss. And that was terrific encouragement. 